the progesterone is what actually calms you down and makes you feel cool as a fucking Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I'm your host, Monica Yates, a period and ICF certified women's life coach, and I help women to harness the power of their period and connect to their feminine flow. In these episodes, we will be talking about all things periods, hormones, confidence, health, food, money, sex, business, feminine flow, your brain, energy, and all the stuff that goes through our heads. You will walk away from each episode with new chicken nuggets and truth bombs, as I don't have a filter and I love talking about all the shit that people are thinking but too afraid to say. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode. So today we are talking about anxiety and how it actually might be a progesterone deficiency, like a hormone or, and or different hormone imbalances. Now, I do not want to invalidate, firstly, disclaimer, I am not invalidating anybody's experience of anxiety and their how it how it feels for them um what comes up for them x y and z i am not invalidating anybody's experience i don't want to gaslight it i don't want to say that it's not real or not a not a thing what i do want to preface is that anxiety can come from many different roots but just like everything you going on drugs or herbs or meditating is fantastic for the maintenance and for you being able to stay sane. However, it is not fixing the root cause of the problem, right? Because in order for us to actually get rid of the anxiety, what do we need to do? We need to heal the root. As you guys know, because I'm so fucking like on the whole root thing, but love a good root, right? I'm all on the root stuff. If you don't know what a root is, by the way, it might be an Australian thing. It's sex. Like, I want to get fucked. I want to have a root. That's what it is. Um, Okay. So, yeah. I actually did a post on this when I was living in Sydney a couple years ago now. I don't know how long ago. Fuck. I, like, lose track of time, right? I can't believe I finished school, like, how many years ago. I'm like, fuck. Anyway, time flies. been having fun. Hey. So... I actually remember doing a post about progesterone and anxiety and I was trying to find it on my Instagram. I think I actually removed it because this is when, if you haven't listened to my IGTV about sisterhood wounding, I'm going to link it below because that is when major sisterhood wounding around jealousy um, from schoolgirls came up. So for any of you that don't know, I went on a gap year and whatever. Um, and that was kind of when a lot of jealousy started. Um, Hold on. I'm just writing this down. Sisterhood wounding. So I don't forget in the notes. Um, that's when a lot of the sisterhood wounding started for me and the jealousy. Um, when I went on my gap year, like it was really clear to me who are my true friends and who are not because my true friends were the ones that like stayed in touch and others just didn't give a fuck, which is fine. Um, like cool. Like if you don't care about me, then then like, I don't want to be friends with you anyway. Anyway, I did this post and I got so much, I didn't get, I didn't get hate from it from my followers. I got hate from it for, from my, from my quote unquote friends. And so that was the end of my friendship with like pretty much all, uh, yeah, actually all of my, um, friends from my Melbourne school. And I know a lot of, interestingly, interestingly enough, I know so many of you, I need to do an episode of Sister Winding. I know so many of you from my clients, like that have, that are from Melbourne that have had the same experience where Melbourne girls, like obviously this is a generalization because I lived in Melbourne too and I'm not included in this, um, are just fucking bitches. Like they, the Melbourne sisterhood wounding scene is like nothing I've ever seen before. It is worse than Sydney. I've grown up in Sydney. Well, I was a different age group, so it could be the same in Sydney, but my Sydney friends, I'm still like really good friends with. Um, obviously I don't see them as much because I'm now living in London and, you know, 
COVID has just fucked us all right up the ass, not in a good way. Um, but when I'm in Sydney, like I see them and they're always cheering me on and supporting me. And anyway, you can listen to this in my in my sisterhood wounding IGTV. But that I did this I did this podcast kind of just saying like you know your progesterone deficiency can actually be what's causing your anxiety. And like fuck me, some of the things that my friend said was just like so horrible. So I was like, cool, we are not friends anymore. Really, it really allowed me to see people that just got triggered by like me triggering them essentially. Anyway, point being today we're talking about progesterone and anxiety. Now this is more in terms of a cyclical anxiety, but it can also just be anxiety in general. I'm going to touch on a few different things and we're going to go deeper into this in your perfect, perfect period. So if this is you, make sure you join that. But I also want to say I've had a lot of clients that have had really bad anxiety and they've done queen alchemy and then it's eliminated it. So the thing with anxiety, guys, is that anxiety is your head. Now, yes, it can start from your body from trauma, which is then locked in your body, but your head is making up something, a story, or it's freaking out about something, and it causes you anxiety, and it sends that signal to your body, which makes your chest feel tight. Um, so when you're really anxious, you're really in your head, and you need to get into your body, right? You need to get into the feminine. So when you're stressed, when you're anxious, when you are any of that, you're generally only in your head and you're not connected to your body. So you can't let go. You can't surrender. You can't detach. That's why doing queen alchemy stuff where you really get in touch with your feminine and get into your body is so um, successful in terms of helping people get rid of anxiety for the most part. Like obviously we all get anxious about things. What I also want to preface guys is please make sure that you're also changing your language. Simply simple things like saying, instead of saying I have anxiety, like you don't have anxiety, you feel anxious. You have a dog, you don't have anxiety. Um, you, and I'm not invalidating anybody's experience with anxiety. I do not want to, I'm not shaming you for saying what from, from, from the times that you've said, I have anxiety. It's just like, you don't say I have stress. It's like, I am stressed. So you can have adrenal fatigue, right? But you feel anxious. And this is part of this whole thing around, you can feel your emotions, but you not, you don't, you are not your emotions. You are not your emotions, but you can feel your emotions. Anyway, so I know that for some of you, Queen Alchemy might be not financially doable at the moment or whatever the reason is, that's fine. If you haven't already seen Be a Lover, Not a Mother is my new program and it's a four week like little mini course and it's all about how to stop emasculating men so that they can really rise into their divine masculine. I know so many of you are like, how do I get my partner to like, you know, take the lead in X, Y, and Z and it really starts with you. So this program is really going to allow him to step up and lead in the relationship if that's what you're wanting. I know so many of you are really craving your man to take more of the lead and it's really about inspiring you to be the muse for him. So it's four weeks and it's a really nice kind of intro level stuff, I would say, to some of the things that we do in Queen Alchemy. It does not overlap. So for any of you that have done Queen Alchemy before, there is no overlap. Like there would obviously be some things, it's me, like it's going to be some things that might, you may have heard before, but you also could have heard it in my podcast. But um, whilst we do some emasculation stuff in Queen Alchemy, it's quite a small amount compared to four weeks of it. So um, we're going to do a bit of womb connection in the beginning to allow you to really connect to your femininity and understand femininity and masculinity and safety. And then we're going to just dive into all the emasculation stuff and how to like communicate with your man, how to get messages across to him, how to like get him to take the lead, how to get him to do those kind of things and not like tell him and force him, but rather like invite him and create the space for him to do it on his own keyword on his own, on his own. Um, so yeah, if you are, um, 
what was I going to say? If you can't do Queen Alchemy yet because of whatever reason, I would join that because it's going to be a really nice way for you to start to get more into your feminine, um, which is still a beautiful thing for you to do. And it might also help with anxiety as well. Okay. So what was I going to say? Um, the first call though of your perfect period which we had earlier in the month was a fucking vibe. And it was just so beautiful for me to be able to empower so many of you with your cycle. And so many of you were just blown away by the knowledge that you had by the end of that two hour call. Um, not to mention how empowered you feel and how connected you feel and how excited that you felt to be a woman. So if you, if you miss out on joining and you want to join, um, you can join, but you'll have to like rewatch the first call. Um, and you'll just be a month behind everybody in terms of the content. Um, and in terms of implementation, cause you need to implement it properly. You can't just like learn something. You need to learn it, then implement it for a month with like your cycle. Um, but you can still join, um, no matter what, no matter where you are, no matter what date you're listening to this episode, it will just mean that you might not be able to join the live calls. You might be able to join the recorded calls, or maybe you have to catch up on one recorded call, but you can come to one or two of the live calls, whatever it is, they're all recorded anyway, so you can watch them. Okay, let's get into it. So progesterone. So progesterone is the hormone that allows you to feel cool, calm, and collected. So for all the ladies in, in your perfect period, this is like a bit, a bit of a refresher thing, which is probably, if any of you are listening, good, because it's going to like re-solidify everything that we talked about and everything that I taught you. But progesterone is that hormone that makes you feel cool, calm, and collected. Um, and if it's in balance in your luteal phase, you'll actually feel like chill as a fucking cucumber. You won't feel like you're on a roller coaster of emotions like you do when you are, um, when you don't have enough progesterone and generally you have a high estrogen as well. So when that massive drop off of estrogen happens, and when I say massive, if you've got excess estrogen, then your drop off is going to be fucking huge. But when that drop off of estrogen happens, when you ovulate, if you don't have the, um, if you don't have a correct amount of progesterone to offset it, like that, that yin to the yang, then what will happen is you then get the cyclical anxiety because the progesterone is what actually calms you down and makes you feel cool as a fucking cucumber. So whilst, you know, it's really important that you've got the correct neurotransmitters in your brain and all that kind of stuff, there's a bunch of things that you can be doing to help with your anxiety. But as Rule 101, as you guys fucking know, that the root of it is generally, and I can't say always because this, I'm making a general statement for the podcast. If you want specifics, you need to, you know, join a program or have a session with me, um, which is so limited these days because of my calendar. So it's best to just join a program, to be honest. And then, you know, I might do, you know, one-off Q&A calls in the future if you're joining the recorded version of your perfect period. Otherwise, hence another reason to join it right fucking now. So in the next call, you can ask me questions. Um, what was I going to say? So you have to get to the root, the root cause of the cyclical anxiety. And very often it is high estrogen to low progesterone. And what that means is that your progesterone should offset in your luteal phase, the effect of not have of that drop off of estrogen. But a lot of women's cycles don't do that because of stress. Um, and because of a whole host of other reasons like, you know, deficient vitamin C, X, Y, and Z. So the bottom line is that, um, when you don't have the progesterone offsetting the estrogen, basically you don't have the balancing out. You just like swung yourself on a fucking seesaw. Um, and so you feel the effects and that's why everyone fucking quote unquote hates their luteal phase. Whereas I love it because I'm not nearly as energetic. And sometimes my energy is so much for me. Well, I'm in my ovulation phase right now and it's like, Jesus Christ, there's just so much energy and I want to like chill out and it requires more effort for me to chill out than in my luteal phase. 
Uh, obviously, there's, there's pros and cons to every phase of your cycle, right? But I do love a luteal phase because I don't get PMS at all. I don't get any of those problems in my luteal phase, which is what we all want. So a couple of things that's really important to look at is that if you are um, if you are a mum or you want to be a mum soon or you are a daughter, which many of you would be, obviously, because you're listening to this and you've come out of someone's vagina, so you're obviously someone's daughter. Amazing, Monica. Good work. Um, is that if your mum consumed a lot of omega-6 fats, that is linked to abnormal fetal brain development and anxiety later in life. So what I want to preface is that some anxiety, like I was, I actually meant to say this before and then I got sidetracked or something. Some anxiety is cyclical and it's related to your hormones. Some anxiety is a relation is linked to trauma, hence Queen Alchemy 101. Some anxiety is formed and started when you're a fetus. And I've talked about this before of how trauma can, you can be born with trauma. You can be born with anxiety. And that is because it's shown in studies that, for example, omega-6 fats fats are linked to abnormal fetal brain development and anxiety later in life. When mothers consume too much omega-6 fats during pregnancy, that does not mean that we can't make the anxiety go away. It just means that you need to fucking fix the root problem. It doesn't mean that you go to mum because you're out of your mum's belly. It means that we need to make sure that your inflammation, we need to make sure that your hormones are all correct as well. Um, so that's number one. I just wanted to say that the anxiety can be from a whole host of things, but today I'm talking more specifically around cyclical anxiety in relation to your hormones, because I've got my, your perfect period program, which I want as many of you to get into whilst it's still live, because it's the same fucking price as when it's recorded, it's going to be the same price and you can ask questions. So it's literally a no brainer. Like if you want my, like you cannot ask me questions once this is pre-recorded. Um, like you need to ask questions now because I can't have a, I, if you, if everyone sends me DMs, I just can't do that. Um, as much as I want to, it's just not possible because I don't know your specific case and anywhere, whatever. Um, Something else as well to note with anxiety, and many of you would know this already with the pill episode that I've done, is that taking the pill does is linked to higher rates of anxiety and fatigue and anger and negative menstrual side effects and depression. So if you have been on the pill, it's also if you are on the pill and you want to come off the pill, please make sure that you do my masterclass, The Art of Coming Off Hormonal Birth Control. And then do your perfect period. Like that's the order to do it in because you need to come off the pill to then fix the problems. And there's an art to coming off the pill and you want to make sure that it's done properly so that you don't have this massive drop off where you feel the effects of coming off the pill because that will make you only want to go back on the pill, right? Which is not a fucking vibe. So make sure you do the art of coming off hormonal birth control. Then you can do your perfect period. Then if you want more or need more, then you do queen alchemy. That's kind of the flow that's going to be best suited if you're wanting to come off the pill. It's really important that you also note with the pill that when you're on the pill, all of your nutrient stores are depleted. Every single nutrient store is heavily depleted, including vitamin B6. Now, vitamin B6 metabolism is disturbed by the pill. And as a result, you can experience the anxiety, the depression, the weakness, the emotional flare-ups, the fatigue, the low stress tolerance, the nausea that comes with the pill. And so it's really important that when you are coming off the pill and it's all in the masterclass, masterclass not your perfect period. I go through this with you, but if you have anxiety, a deficiency in um, B6 is a really common reason why you may have anxiety. Even um, also copper levels, they're often increased on the pill and that can lead to anxiety and the mood swings and depression. So um, it's really important that you also look at your, your copper levels, especially if you have a copper IUD as well, I will say. Um, 
something else that's really important to note with anxiety um, and your hormones is that with progesterone, so progesterone, like I've said, is that hormone that makes you feel cool, calm and collected. It promotes sleep. And if you have less sleep, you will feel more stressed and therefore more anxious. Progesterone also calms the nervous system. And if your nervous system is jacked, then you will also be anxious. Now that plus all of the tools that I teach my clients for their nervous system, both of them together, it's a fucking power duo. You basically wonder woman. Um, And progesterone also reduces inflammation. Now, if you have a lot of inflammation in your body, that will increase your estrogen and so and decrease your progesterone and just throw like give you the heavy periods, the blood clots, the painful periods, the cramps, X, Y, and Z. And so it's really important that you also look at your inflammation. And if you have low progesterone, you won't be getting the effects of the reduced inflammation. And then that can also cause anxiety from a whole host of reasons. So Progesterone calms the nervous system because it converts to a neurosteroid called allopregnonolone, just allo for short, and it's a calming neurosteroid that acts like GABA in your brain. GABA, many of us have heard of GABA before, is a neurotransmitter that promotes relaxation and sleep. So the synthetic form of progesterone in whatever birth control that you are on, do not convert to calming aloe, which could be why they cause anxiety and alter the shape of your brain. So for anyone that doesn't know this, when you're taking synthetic birth control, whether it's the IUD, the shot, the rod, the pill, whatever the fuck it is, the mini pill, a lot of people think, oh, that's from the mini pill, for example, it doesn't have estrogen, it's just progesterone. Think of like whatever the quote unquote progesterone or estrogen, which is not, that's not the same. It looks very, the chemical structure looks very, very similar to our estrogen that's made from our body and our progesterone, but it is not the same. And the names are actually different. I'm generalizing, by the way, estrogen, calling it estrogen and progesterone, but like estrogen actually has three different types of estrogen. I'm talking about estradiol. I'm not going to go into it. I'm not making this science-y. Uh, I'm making this basic for you guys to understand. Bottom line is that if you're on the pill or the mini pill or whatever the fuck you're on, IUD, whatever it is, when a doctor, when a doctor says to you like, oh, it's just progesterone, think of it like synthetic progesterone does the opposite of what natural progesterone does because that's pretty much what it does. So, you know, um, progestin that increases inflammation. Progestin doesn't build muscle. It doesn't promote sleep. It doesn't calm the nervous system. Okay. Um, so just like an FYI on that, just an FYI on that. Okay. Um, progesterone also, if you don't have enough progesterone, it can't cause the development of endometriosis because you're not getting that reduction of inflammation as well. And then the endo can even cause anxiety as well as alcohol like people know this alcohol causes anxiety if you guys don't know this alcohol even tequila guys i know tequila is an aperit it's not a depressant i drink tequila i'm fucking tequila fan i order this shit from fucking new mexico to come to london because i'm very particular but it still will cause depression the next day because you've had some sort of high and after every high you've had a low guys even after an insane holiday we have a low right it's called we're humans so whether you have had an amazing fucking insane night out or drinking your face off Alcohol is a depressant and it can and absolutely definitely can um, cause the premenstrual anxiety that I'm talking about, the mood problems, the headaches, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to go through, I'm going to go through a few of the symptoms of low progesterone, but um, in, in your perfect period, I'm going to go through all of the, all of the ways to specifically fix your progesterone deficiency dependent on your signs and symptoms. 
So when your progesterone is imbalanced, you, this is what your period will, or your cycle will be like, I should say when your, when your progesterone is imbalanced. So you hardly notice your period until you get your period, right? So it's pretty fucking just like, you're feeling fucking normal. I feel super normal. Um, you have regular periods at least every 25 days, um, with no spotting at the beginning or the end and no flooding. A lot of, a lot of people think it's normal to spot the first couple of days and spot at the end. It's not. So you shouldn't have any spotting. That's low progesterone. Um, your weight will remain stable like throughout your cycle. So you don't fluctuate up and down. Your boobs don't fucking explode. You don't feel like you gain a pile of water weight. That's progesterone imbalance when everything stays pretty normal. Every Basically, you feel fucking normal, right? Until you get your period and then you feel a little bit tired or whatever. Um, you have like good sleep. Your sleep is fine. Um, you... Uh, don't feel like your relationship is hanging on by a tender fucking thread because of your unstable moods. Like just remember guys, when you fix your period shit, you're not the only one that benefits. Your fucking um, family, your extended family, your flatmates, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your girlfriends, like your friends, your colleagues, everybody benefits. Your fucking dog, you, everyone benefits. Your children, when you fix your cycle. Um, And then- after menopause, this is key, estrogen and progesterone like work perfectly. They're in perfect harmony. You've got no breast tenderness or scary need for like a biopsy after a mammogram. So a lot of people don't know this, but you're, you know, after menopause and during menopause, you shouldn't feel like a fucking psychopath going through a million hot flushes and like weight, getting a pile of weight X, Y, and Z. Now that will depend. Your success with menopause will directly depend with how healthy your hormones are right now. So even if your hormones seem fine now, just double check, like just come to your perfect period and learn to make sure because they might not be in, because a lot of people don't realize that their symptoms are not normal. Like spotting is not normal. It's not how it should be or cramps or major bloating, not how it should be or headaches or lack of sleep during that menstrual, that, that, um, premenstrual phase in your luteal phase. So if you can have really good hormones right now, you're going to have a really easy transition when you're going through menopause, which is also really just beautiful, right? Beautiful. Um, so with progesterone as well, just like any hormonal balance, and I will do an episode on this specifically another time because I know so many of you ask me about this all the time, about quitting sugar. Women that have PMS consume 275% more refined sugar than women who don't have PMS. So the takeaway message of that is if you eat sugar, whether it's fucking fruit or no, I don't eat sugar, but you don't really know, you probably eat quite a bit of sugar. So remember that even though fruit has fiber in it and all that kind of stuff, and I'm not saying fruit's bad, it's still got fructose in it. It still is a form of sugar. No, it will not spike your insulin levels like, you know, a fucking donut will, but it still is going to affect you if you are having a lot of it in combination within like fucking ketchup, tomato sauces. Um, what else has sugar in it? Like, uh, like Asian sauces, like breakfast granola or cereal, a piece of bread, pasta, you know, fruit juice, all these, all these things, it adds up guys. Your liver can only actually detox about five to seven grams of sugar a day, which is like half a fucking mango. So not very much. And so a lot of people, a lot of people ask me like, why are you sugar free? Like, why are you like, so I'm not so strict about it anymore. It's just like my lifestyle now, but I'm very particular. It's like, I will buy 99% dark chocolate. 
Why? Because I don't crave sugar one, which is really fucking freeing. And two, I know that little bits of sugar that I get here or there from like coconut milk or, you know, a tomato based sauce that I make for dinner or, you know, if I eat an apple or a mandarin or, you know, me and summer with fucking like making love to my fruit, though that all adds up. And so I I want to not eat sugar when I don't need to, or when I go to Italy, like all those kind of things. I don't need to add the sugar in. So if you haven't quit sugar, you need to quit sugar. And I will just give you one hot tip, guys. Go cold turkey. This business of like wean off it, you are making it so much harder for yourself because when you're quitting sugar, it's not actually about the actual sugar that you're eating in your mouth. It's actually about the brain addiction that's happening inside your head. And so in order for you to break that addiction between the two neurotransmitters, you actually need to break the addiction via going cold turkey. Once the addiction is broken, then it's gone. So, and then you have to like re-addict yourself if you want to, which don't. So what I mean by this is like, if you're weaning yourself off it, just imagine two two people pulling a rope, a stretchy rope. Two people are pulling it and they're pulling it and they're pulling it, but they're still connected. But the stretchiness of the rope is trying to pull them back together, right? So when you wean off it, it's actually making it harder for yourself and you're wanting to like it actually makes you crave the sugar more because it's like hurting your brain so much, if that makes sense. It's really hard to explain without you guys seeing my hands. I'm going to go through this for you guys in your perfect period so you can get it all in there um, of like how to, how to do this properly in the easiest way. But every one of my clients that has quit sugar has said that it was the best thing they did for themselves, one, like one of the best things they did for themselves because it gave them so much freedom around food to no longer have to say no to their cravings. And it doesn't mean that you never eat sugar again. It means that you no longer crave sugar again, which for a lot of you would be an amazing thing to achieve. So anyway, okay. Um, something else as well that I want to mention, which I know that you guys know, but I want to just hop on it again. Please make sure that you're exercising correctly. Go back and listen to my episodes about um, is exercise ruining your hormones? It's pretty early on one um, because you don't want to be um, depleting your hormones and then causing anxiety either. So make sure that you do that. And if you need the help, download my working out as a woman guide, the links in my bio, it's $11. Um, and it will just give you so much confidence, understanding how to work with your cycle. And it will give you such good results for your body strength and also weight loss. If you're wanting that and like toning your body, it can feel really weird to do at the beginning. Cause you're like, I'm not working very hard in my luteal phase. And it can feel like you're being lazy. And it can feel like you're going to put on weight. Um, but I can tell you right fucking now that the opposite will happen. And I've got many people to say like, that is fucking true because a lot of my clients have now done it and they're like, holy shit. And I do it for myself. And it was really hard in the beginning to believe that it was going to work. But now I swear by it because it's just like, it, it has allowed my body to actually be like so stabilized and like so um, healthy and not like bloated and holding onto water weight and that kind of stuff because I'm not overstressing my body out. So Anyway, so other things that I wanted to run through you guys to help you with your anxiety, um, if it's cyclical, is a few foods that can be really, really helpful for you. So B6, I've already mentioned, avocado is really good. It's got, it's, it contains a good amount of B6. Otherwise you can do a supplement. But as you guys would know from my episode that I did about like heavy periods and stuff, just a few episodes before, um, you, you want to be trying to get things from food if you can, because it's more bioavailable. So avocado is really good. Please make sure that you've also looked at your gut health. You guys know that I swear by gut right from ATP. Um, the link to that is on my favorite products page. I'll put the link below. 
Um, so please make sure that you have done the gut right protocol if you haven't already, because I swear by it and so do my clients. And it's a really good way to flush out your gut. I do not recommend prebiotics we will, and probiotics. We will go, sorry, I, I recommend prebiotics. I don't recommend probiotics. Um, we will go through that in your perfect period as well. And I think I touch on it also in the coming off hormonal birth control masterclass magnesium glycinate it's also on my favorite products page magnesium is needed for over 300 biochemical reactions in your body so it's a really fucking good one to be having um make sure that you have addressed your life stresses because that will also affect your progesterone because progesterone um whenever you with with the pathway of hormones whenever your body needs to secrete cortisol it takes away from your progesterone stores so you become progesterone deficient so every time you stress yourself out you're depleting your progesterone so make sure that you've looked at your life stresses and your environmental conditions as well that can be contributing to your progesterone being deficient also look at any nutrient nutrient deficiencies that i've mentioned especially if you come off the birth uh, off any birth control um even if you came off birth control in the last like fucking year or two years, if you haven't done an active kind of protocol for not a cleanse, a protocol for your hormones, go back and redo the art of coming off on a birth control masterclass. I've had many girls that have done it um, after like coming off the birth, con- like, after coming off the pill, like six months or a year ago, and they had really amazing results with it um, and balancing their hormones again. So make sure that you do that because you're, nutrient deficiencies are really um vital for so your nutrient deficiencies will cause anxiety as well but we will also do that in your perfect period so you can just join that program if you prefer um obviously you need to look at trauma which i mentioned before so if your anxiety is stemming from trauma then join queen alchemy if you can or become a one-on-one client i think my february spots are taken out are taken so february march april so my june people can start booking in if maybe i don't know just email us um And then supplements obviously are going to be really supportive for you to address any, whilst you're addressing any underlying issues. So I am not any supplements. I love supplements. And I mentioned this in a, in a recent, um, maybe podcast or, uh, Instagram, um, post, I can't remember like the supplements and the herbs and all that kind of stuff. They are a bandaid sometimes supplements. If they're boosting your nutrient deficiencies, they're actually supporting you, but things like adaptogens and like turmeric you're not deficient of turmeric turmeric is an adaptogen that's going to help you blunt your cortisol for example now you can't be rely you shouldn't be relying on that all the time and you it shouldn't be to the point where if you stop taking it your period would freak the fuck out you need to fix the root so the supplements and the adaptogens and the herbs are fucking amazing whilst you are addressing the root now for me example this year like my body's been subconsciously kind of stressed with all this covid stuff and being away from home and the unknown and all that kind of stuff so i haven't been able to fix that because i haven't been able to take away corona sorry guys but I have been taking adaptogens and supplements to support my body. Now I'm really consciously aware that like, as soon as this bullshit's over, I got to fix the root. I got to make sure that my stress levels and my subconscious stress and any trauma from this year of being away from home is healed. So I don't have to continue to take supplements because you do not want to be taking supplements for the rest of your life. It's not good. The only supplement that you can be taking continuously is like magnesium because our food is so magnesium deficient and magnesium is needed for over 300 biochemical reactions in your body. So it is obviously really fucking important for you to be having. Um, now, if you haven't gotten all of that info down, maybe go back and write it down if you need to. Last thing I want to mention to you guys, is obviously like Christmas is about to fucking come. If you're listening to this after Christmas, then I hope you had an amazing Christmas or as good as 2020 could be. Um, 
What I do want to also suggest is that all of you guys um, get into the sexy, silly, the sexy season, the sexy, silly season, the sexy, silly season masterclass. Um, reason being is one, there is a fucking amazing quantum sensual breathwork exercise that we do for like 45 minutes um, for manifesting, which is really awesome because you can redo that as many times as you want because you get the recording. Um, so I would be jumping in there for one that, but also number two is that I've given you guys a few little hot tips for your hormones around this season, um, of the year to make sure that you're staying as stabilized as possible. Just a few little things, everyday things that you can get from like your chemist. Um, that you don't need to like go online and spend a pile of money on just some herb supplements and some lifestyle things that you can be doing to support your liver and your gut during this time so that you can be eating you know, the cake and the Christmas pudding and drinking all the wine and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not anti that at all. I just want you guys to kind of be equipped to support your hormones. I will say though, that we go into way more depth, obviously in your perfect period. So join that if you feel like you need the support around this time of the year. And you can just go back and listen to the first call that we did on the 3rd of December because it was a vibe. Um, but yeah, if you haven't gotten into the Sexy Silly Season Masterclass, it has already been filmed, um, but you get all the vibes because I was it was filmed live. So it was just like such high energy. It was amazing. And you'll still get that transmission from watching it as a recording. Um, and it's a really juicy masterclass and you'll feel super equipped going into like ending this year and going into next year. Um, it'll, it'll feel like a really good emotional, spiritual, mental cleanse, as well as a bit of a physical cleanse. If you take on those tips that I recommended for your health and for your hormones over this time of the year, I hope that you guys have a an amazing Christmas or have had an amazing Christmas. I hope that you have an incredible New Year's as well. Um, I will try to have a podcast out next week as well if, if all is good. But um, as you guys would know, I am skiing at the moment in Zermatt, total fucking vibe. Um, so if you're not following my Instagram stories, you should be because it's fucking glorious here and I'm so grateful to be here. So, so grateful. Um, so yeah. Oh, and if you haven't joined, oh my God, so important. If you have not joined, be a lover, not a mother, get your fucking sexy ass in because these calls are going to be done in, um, we've already done one of the calls, but the, the next call is going to be done in the penthouse that I'm in here in, in Zermatt in Switzerland. And then, um, the next one will be done, uh, just when I get back from Zermatt, unless I stay on and I either stay or go to Aspen. Who knows? Point being is it's fucking expensive because the energy in this place is out of control. So even if you don't even want to learn about the men's stuff, but you just want an energy expander, I would come to these calls. Just saying I've never spent so much on accommodation in my life and it fucking felt amazing. Some people, this is their whole salary for a year. Year. and um I've just traded myself because I've worked so hard this year and I fucking needed it um and I've treated you guys right like the best part is that you guys get the vibes when I spend the money which is awesome because it's going to upgrade your vibration as well because being in my energy upgrades your vibration um and uh, so if you come to these be a love and a mother calls like you will get the fucking vibration especially if you come live I know it will be a funky time for some people in like the southern hemisphere but um the recordings will still be a total vibe so yeah be a love and a mother is available for you guys to either join and and rewatch the calls that you've missed or um if you're if you're listening to this in later time then you can join the program um read all about it on the website and uh, have fucking fun with it have an amazing day guys bye well thank you so much for tuning in i hope that you got lots of chicken nuggets out of today's episode 
I would be really, really grateful if you'd be able to leave me a review and a star rating that you think is appropriate, hopefully five. And if you could share this podcast so that I can help more women live a life of flow and ease, I would be so fucking grateful. Make sure you tag me in it on Instagram so I can personally thank you because I know so many of my clients have found me literally because their friends have posted about my podcast on their Instagram story. And I just want to help as many women as possible. So by you sharing it, I would be so fucking grateful. And I'm sure your friends would be too. If you do want to welcome me, please do check out my website for all those details. And of course, you can DM me on Instagram with any other questions. If you have any podcast things you want me to talk about, any ideas, any feedback, I am always open to it. And I always love hearing what you guys have to say. So please don't hesitate about that either. I will catch you on the flip side. Have an amazing day or night wherever you are. 